0: This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at
1: traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. Me and my girlfriends came out to play. Hey! Fireworks and champagne, firewicks, fireworks and champagne, Chantilly Lays, broken glass in the disco, sex on the brain, watch my reflection, 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 out my face, move out the way, I'm with my girl and we all need space, when a queen come through part like the red say, move out the way, how many times am I say? It's a home run when the team touch base. No, you're not going to give me anything? Brockovich, Brockovich, Brockovich. It's not
0: Brockovich. (laughs)
2: Aaron Brockovich.
1: (laughs) There, I gave you something. (laughs) It's Brockup. Brockup, it's Brockup. Brockup. Um, my brexit brexit (laughs) my favorite part of that song is the bridge when beyonce says the find me i don't need to call him i don't need no phone yeah i don't need to fall yeah you know me i'm vibing you and me's a vibe yeah always catch a vibe yeah give me a little fire give me a little flame yeah give me red Give me a relight and wine, yeah, I don't want to contemplate. Give me a little fire, give me a light and wine, I want to make you shine. I'm going to sing the whole song this I was going to say, this is,
0: this is just, is this is the whole I intro, move. is this song. This is <laughs> no need to buy the album, um, folks. Yeah, it's... Oh, Pretty sure we just violated all kinds of copyright laws. So many copyrights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, how are you? I'm good I'm good how are you um I'm okay mm-hmm. yeah it's been it's been a rough week yes we've had a very rough very rough week there's mm-hmm. just been a lot of shit going on I think the world is cracked right now it is um I, I think there's just a lot of going on so I want to start this episode by singing beyonce but then following it up by um giving a shout out to my very very best friend and uh a guest on the this season of the podcast uh but my very dear friend Dwayne mcfarlane who um i love very 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 much he uh lost his mother Mm -hmm. um uh by the time this airs it was last week but he lost his mother and he is struggling he's having a very hard time um rightfully so yeah rightfully so i i I do not know that pain, but I know you know that pain, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it is a very intense pain. Um, Yeah, he and I
0: had a very long conversation about our
1: experiences. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to send him all our love from the Crotellies and from the Relationship Podcast in general. Um, We love you very, very, very dearly. Um, And we are so sorry you were going through Mm -hmm. this, Um, but we are right there with you, friend. We love you so very much um so that is uh that's going on i want to also send out a special shout out to your cousin who is having a hard familial time right now as well some Um, challenges yep i just want her to know that we are right here with you as well thank you so much for keeping us updated on everything that is going on we are we are right there with you holding your hands Across state, li- well, not state lines, county lines. <laughs> How about that? Um, to my friend, my dear friend Dana, um, I am so sorry that you are going through uh, a little bit of health situations yourself, but I'm so glad that we've got some good news on the other end of it, and and I'm pulling for you, and and we we hope that um you are on the road to to health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good thing. And then to my very dear cousins and uh, my aunt, uh, we are there with you all as well. Uh, My aunt uh, is a cancer survivor and has had to go through some surgeries to, and some chemo and all of the stuff to try to get herself on the other side of this situation. And it's been a little bit of a struggle and, my cousins are having a little bit of a challenging time right now, um, but we, the Cretellis love you, and we are here for you, and um, yeah, we care so, so deeply about each and every one of y'all, and, and just know that you do have us here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that is all the sad news that we've got for today. Yeah? It's yeah. More than enough. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Tell me something happy. Tell me something good that's going on. Anything happy finally happened? Something that well, happened? The new Black Panther's coming out. <laughs>
0: the
2: Blick
1: <laughs> Panther. <laughs> Millions of years Millions ago. Millions of years ago. <laughs> um, Forrest Whitaker and his terrible. Terrible.
0: Ter- the, the, God the, love him, but the, that. The, the Blick
2: <laughs> Pinta. <laughs> I was like, is a Blick?
1: This is, <laughs> this movie's called the Blick Panther. <laughs> I got the wrong movie. <laughs>
0: you flying coach? I'm the Blick Panther, huh? <laughs> um,
1: that was just he. Well, man, yeah, um that was good a, news. Okay, so Halloween was fun.
0: That was good news.
1: Halloween was fun. Yeah. Let's really quickly, while we're on the topic of the Blick Panther, um, <laughs> let's talk about Rihanna's new song. Two, no thumbs not. up or thumbs down? <laughs>
0: Let's not. I'm not even gonna turn my thumbs for that song <laughs> oh too
1: much effort um <laughs> you no, don't it's... even get thumbs <laughs> no no girl uh it's interesting like i'm she gets a side for me yeah it's like, it's,
0: it's lovely it yeah. happened uh, i'm sure in the context of the movie it's going to be really good that's what i'm waiting for yeah i mean it's it's i don't know why it doesn't work but it just doesn't work for me i was like we were listening to it again last night and i was analyzing You're watching it. the, it's the like, music video too yeah and I was analyzing it, and I was thinking, like, okay, so it's got it's got that minimalist approach. The music itself is pretty. I like that little harpy thing you got she going on. She sounds good and it, too. She always sings well. I like her voice. Yeah, um, she sounds good. Really I don't know good. why,
1: but it's just not hidden for me. It's just boring. I think yeah. what it is for me is that after six years of not doing anything. Has it been that long? Yeah. Dang, girl. That this is what we get after it. And it feels like you hate us. Oh. It feels like you sh- I-, I feel shortchanged i don't think i don't think she
0: hates this. i just think she was not with a good producer because you know, when you go that minimal approach you have to something has to carry and it should have been her voice but, but her know, voice was but minimal see, too. she
1: did it in stay the all along you as a female. like she did very minimal she knows how to do that she's done it before the problem is i think that I, I honestly, I just think it was just a letdown. of because like, I think about the song that SZA and Kendrick Lamar did for the. first... Oh yes, SZA. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I, I just introduced her, name. but you know, baby, no, no, we know all the I don't know what she says in that entire song. <laughs> all these not- oh, that's her. Oh, well, I like yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you remember that's from the first Black Panther. Tell me, oh yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Mm-hmm. It's from the. It's it's like the. <laughs> main song from the first Black Panther. And it Is it? feel Yes. Oh. And it feels like that song was like, oh, tell me what you're going to do to me. They, like, they it, played that in the movie drives, or they just threw it on they, the soundtrack? No, it played, it played in the uh, end credits. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they just threw it in there. But it was, <laughs> no. I mean, Kendrick literally produced the first Black Panther album. It was like that was one of the songs that was it. But that was like their title song mm. for the Black Panther. And so, this is supposed to be that, and it's just not hidden the same way. But again, let's see what happens in the context of the film. So, it leads me to believe that this movie is going to make us cry. It will. It absolutely yeah. will. And so, I'm like, oh, God, are we going to be sad the whole movie? Not the whole like, movie. It's going to be at thing. But
0: if not the very beginning, like sometime during the first third, you're going to be very sad. Yeah. And then so. they'll probably pull on your heartstring one last time at the end, yeah. I'm guessing.
1: It'll be... It'll be... Mm -hmm. it'll definitely be an experience Mm -hmm. um so yeah so that is that and then um i don't know if there's any taylor swift gays that listen to this podcast but (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now i will not be reviewing that album i will not be listening to that album um i i don't i've come to realize i don't hate taylor swift i respect her as an artist and i think that she deserves everything that she gets Mm. apparently the woman is literally like she has 10 songs on the billboard top 10 right now Mm -hmm. all uh, like and she deserves i believe she has the top 10 all 10 of them Mm -hmm. yeah and and she deserves all the accolades she is just not for me Mm. she's just not for me and Mm. i wish her the best Um, But I will not be commenting on Taylor Swift at all, which brings me to another point. Erica and I were laughing with each other because we were talking about like, do you have a celebrity arch nemesis? no <laughs>
0: you don't have a celebrity arch nemesis <laughs> what what would that even entail like they ain't coming from my job
2: <laughs> no
1: <laughs> no because there was a tiktok about it it's like who is your celebrity arch nemesis somebody that like has no idea who you are or that y'all are beefing but you are beefing with them so yours is taylor swift <laughs> no no i'm not even beefing with taylor swift she i don't even know her like I, like <laughs> we, she, we don't exist in the same universe um rita aura rita ora is my celebrity arch nemesis i don't know who she is or what she does or why she's famous but every time i see her i get enraged really i get so (laughs) angry about her i i've called her a great value rihanna many times She's like the British version of what they think Rihanna is supposed to be. <laughs> and she ain't hitting. And she's so lame to me. Like, I, she's so lame. Like, she tries so hard to be relevant, but she's not. And apparently she does music, but I've never heard a song that she's ever done. I don't know anything that she's ever done. Um, And I don't like oh, her.
0: Well, then if that's the criteria, my celebrity arch nemesis would be Russell Crowe.
1: Russell Crowe. Yeah that's your celebrity yeah. yeah you do yeah. hate him that Every fucker time. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined
0: Lamez. he was doing fine staying in his lane and then they gave my like, two favorite songs from Lamez, and he ruined them you do hate Fuck that Cross fucker Cross. you know stevie now now the the movie we just watched with him with like the the road rage that was ac- exceptional was that was really excellent like and his role in thor was the ridiculous stupid oh, thing it was, it was supposed to be him. it was the ridiculous thing it was supposed to be so it's really not i don't hate him hate him i just hate him from Lamez. Miz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hysterical mm-hmm. you're gonna say stevie's you know who stevie's is no jack black
0: oh i got it i totally get it <laughs> i used to hate jack black too i used to be like why the fuck are you even around still go she away hates him. <laughs> i don't like any of his movies she hates him yeah she th- i think he was hysterical oh, in no. jumanji i remember in in jumanji yes yes but yeah. that that movie was like a weird like it's Super problematic, but it's still good. It's still of. worked. Yeah, yeah was, Kevin Hart is in it. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Kevin too. Hart. Yeah. yeah, like that's. Yeah, all but they, you know. yeah, now I want to watch Jumanji again. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, Rita Ora is my celebrity arch nemesis. I don't like her. I want nothing to do with her. Like I'm, I'm kind of anti her altogether. That's hysterical. So, she sucks. so anybody who's listening to this, let us know who your celebrity arch nemesis is and why. And yeah. why? Like, where did this beef come from? <laughs> and um And how long do you plan on letting this last? (laughs) And is there an opportunity for reconciliation? (laughs) (laughs) Or if not, what would
0: you get in the law settlement? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I would love. Let's see. For me, it would be you can never sing again, Russell (laughs) Crowe. Right there, you go.
1: For Rita, or I just want her to like just. I want her to just be the barista that I know she probably is. Oh my god. (laughs) Because I feel like that's all she's got to offer is just slang and coffee is just a really good frappuccino <laughs> <laughs> that's, it. that's how i feel so that would yeah that was what i would get out of the law center, <laughs> that. like she's not allowed to famous anymore she just has to go get a not drink. allowed to famous wait who is erica's Erica said she has to. Uh, when we see them later, I'm gonna ask Erica okay. and Steve for okay, theirs because Erica it. was like, "I really need to think about this because yeah. apparently people like this have is a thing. this." Yeah, and she was like, "And I don't know that I've ever thought about this before, so I want to know what pe- who people's arch nemesis is." That's funny, celebrity that, arch. Now that
0: we're now that we're talking about this, I, I'm realizing I had more. What was the what was the um, basketball
1: player who dated Madonna? the crazy like pansexual one. Oh, oh you're talking about um oh my god it's literally on the tip of my tongue i hate it when this Not happens De- uh no yeah dennis rodney yeah
0: i never i never he always rubbed me the wrong way oh, he was fun i, liked I him. never liked him I oh liked he him always so. bothered me
1: he was very problematic but he was very fun at the yeah, same time yeah i, I think was, that
0: was actually my first one i've never hated a celebrity until him <laughs> it's rita my origin Ora. story
1: rita or <laughs> That is funny. Um, all right, y'all. It's time for our let's hashtag
2: talk about nice things, please. For the week,
1: <laughs> there was there was like a bunch of
0: negativity and stuff we needed to say, and then a little bit of good stuff, and then we got to the hate again. It, let's 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 do a little funny. love. Let's do a little it's love. It's funny.
2: Now let's do some it's love. It's a good time. Please. Anyways, let's hop into our
1: hashtag QRGs for the week quickly. Uh, Tony and I have picked a wonderful queer couple to highlight and praise as a positive representation of a relationship within the queer community. If you are interested in becoming our hashtag queer relationship goals on a future show or if there is a queer relationship that inspires you please tag us on the photos on instagram facebook or twitter our handle is at pod relationship together let's further the movement that shines queer relationships in a positive light shall we yes please um so this week's uh couple um takes us on to a trip to lesbianville
0: <laughs> which apparently is in both mexico and southern california correct,
1: correct, correct. <laughs> um no this week we are focusing on such a gorgeous couple like i don't even know that we are i didn't know genetics w- could do this worthy of yeah, talking about this, is, this couple because this just... they are just absolutely stupid incredible mm-hmm. um but we're talking about eden and jay they are eden i'm sorry they are at Eden X J J A Y on Instagram. Check them out there. They are lovely. So the reason why I started following them is because I found this picture of them. Mm-hmm. I'm showing Tony a picture of With them. the
0: rainbow light on their face. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And I used this image. Um, I, I retweeted this image or, or not retweeted, but I like, <laughs> I like reposted it on like a stories and then they ended up following us. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sweet. Like, so, so it's nice. really cool. And then I like really dove into who they were and I was like, Holy fuck! Like this couple is gorgeous, Mm -hmm. and they're real. Yeah, (laughs) they're like fucking real. Like this is insane. Um, they're beautiful, stunning. Yeah, and there's just so much love between the two of them that like, like, I don't know. I what is the song? I never knew a love like this. Like that. I literally never knew that love could be like this this is so great
0: it's it's funny you say that because that was my feeling too was i was like huh like not that i'm jealous of their love but it, it definitely made me think like what can i do differently to have our love look like this yeah like it definitely it, that was it's funny you say that because that's exactly what i was again not not jealous or or not it's doing it inspiring. right it was just yeah it was it's so inspiring. yeah inspiring like it, it's it's, the it's the kind
1: of yeah because it's like and a s- slight amount of like Uh, not envy but like definitely like it's aspirational like it's very much so like I very much so need this love in my this kind of love in my life. Not that I don't think that it exists between you and me, but it's like, wow, how do we get here? Make like, it more, yeah, yeah. Make how do we get more. here? How do we make this happen? They cook together, they clean together, like they they travel together, they laugh together, they dance. They're cute and sexy. Like there's pictures, like videos of them like dancing in the kitchen, and then one's grabbing the other's ass, like so face it's like, planting
0: in the boobs. Yeah, so there's like a <laughs>
1: sensuality to it that's not overt or gross, right. but it's. Just is very connected and lovely and just sweet they're yeah. just so cute they
0: literally live in a universe all their own yes. a, a cosmos all their yes. own for sure um and it's it's interesting too because for me like you know how sometimes people like you're like that's a boss bitch but they like they know it too and they own it and they stomp the ground everywhere they walk mm-hmm. the, these two like switch between being like chill earthy at home uh you know well enough to do to travel and then boss bitch and sex piston and like just all kinds of other stuff and it's like it's incredible it really is artistic and it's just beautiful it
1: is loud which is the other part that i like like they are not shying away from being in love with each other Mm -mm. at all Mm -mm. like there is no amount of like demure or to themselves mm-hmm. love this mm-hmm. is very much you're getting all of this like this is who we are this is how we are and you're getting ready to eat all of it up and let me tell you girls i am eating mm-hmm. like this is i like i am i am it is it's incredible they're absolutely insanely incredible and i think everybody needs to check them out right now um on instagram they are at eden E D E N X. J J A Y on Instagram. Um I again, we're not worthy. Nope. I have no idea how I ended up finding these two, but I am so thrilled that so I glad. did.
2: Because <laughs> they are
1: absolutely wonderful. Um so check them out on Instagram, give them a follow and some double taps, and make sure you let them know that the Cratellis sent you. Um Tony and I are going to take a short break, but when we come back, we are going to try to solve the world's problems. Cretelli style. Do you hear that? Hear what? It's the sound of our listeners donating money on Patreon so they can get access to more relationship content outside of the weekly podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. I can hear it now. <laughs> Seriously though. Head over to patreon.com slash podrelationship right now and become a relationship podcast donor. Contribution starts at just three dollars a month. That's less than the cost of your frou-frou coffee from that nameless coffee chain that burns their beans. (laughs) Very covert of you. I know, right?
0: Anyway, other tiers are $5, $10, and $25 a month, with extra relationship content at each level. You can start listening to segments like Critelli Crap, our monthly airing of our dirty relationship laundry.
1: Or Guests Take on Shit, our invitation for guests to comment on the week's topic and give their thoughts and guidance so we all get a different perspective.
0: Other segments include shit thrown at you, our rapid fire Q&A for guests, or board games Marco and I play with each other. Some insightful
1: and helpful, and others hilarious or
0: risque. All this is available to you at different
1: levels of donation. There is so much more relationship content at patreon.com/podrelationship and now is the time to start donating. Not only does your contribution
0: help run the podcast behind the scenes, but it allows us to learn more about you and what you want to hear
1: from us, making the podcast a community effort and labor of love. So head to say it with me now patreon.com/podrelationship right now and start donating today. We want to thank you ahead of time for your contribution to the podcast and continuing
0: to support us the way you have for all these years. We love you all and we'll see you on Patreon. Bye. Bye.
1: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok so many different ways to follow the podcast on social media fun fact i only know about
0: half those platforms you just mentioned
1: (laughs) i am not the least bit
0: surprised but i do know that relationship content is available on those social media platforms and if you're not following us on any of them then you're really missing out on what now I have no idea, but
1: I know you're missing out. <laughs> yes, you are. We are at Pod Relationship on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. So give us a follow and double tap our photos and videos and show us some love. That's at Pod
0: Relationship on all social media platforms. Check us out wherever you social media. That's
1: not a thing. Nobody says check us out wherever you social media. Well, they should. No, they shouldn't. That sounds weird. Whatever. You get the point. I, I mean, I guess so. Check us out wherever you social media. We're at Pod Relationship on all platforms. See, I told you it works. <laughs> Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. So today's topic is going to be uh, a somewhat challenging one. Sure. Um, because we're gonna talk a little bit about. <laughs> How our parents have ruined our lives. <laughs> More specifically, how to not have
0: the same relationship that your parents did, or not allow what happened.
1: Come or into how your, your relationship. I was going to say, or how like your parents have affected who you are, and how it can sometimes be challenging within your relationship, and how to like kind yes. of divert from that. Your so parents didn't ruin your life. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it's all of, I mean, you know, I do want to preface this by saying that we all know that our parents did the best that they could did and the our best parents, they could
0: with what they had with, with, at the
1: time. Correct. They and our parents did. are products of their environment. And so Just there's we a lot of them that we can't even blame them for because it, it, you know, it was the time it was their parents, their situation. It, it's a lot. And, and then that goes even back another generation, you know? So Um, I, I, we do not hate our parents. Um, or anything of that nature but um, it it uh, it's part of the reason why I think a lot of people do get afraid of the idea of having children is because they're terrified of fucking them up <laughs> it's
0: true spoiler alert you're gonna fuck them up no matter
1: it, what <laughs> it's true 1000% it's true because our shit our hangups all of the stupid shit that we've done or have been a part of is going to trickle down into these little tiny bodies and then they're gonna become the psychos that we are right (laughs) so it's it's just this whole thing so um i want to start this conversation off by asking you what amazing qualities did your mother have or does your father have that you are happy to take on and and have as part of who you are as a person Sure. So my mother
0: was the wisest person I still to this day have ever met. She just she just like had this like peaceful, even toned. I've come out the other side of it. And now I'm looking back giving advice kind of a thing. And and it applied to every situation. Mm. And I loved that everything she touched turned to gold. I loved that too. I thought that was amazing she could she could just make anything work and it's actually a big part of what I see in you that I really admire is you have that ability too where like everything you just touch just turns to gold mm-hmm. um and so you're the ability to like navigate so i I love that um and with my dad, my dad is like his um his approach to relationships is very no nonsense and practical and like I won't say detached from emotion, but just practical, very practical. Like I remember him saying just different pieces of advice he's given me that were just very much. So like a leopard doesn't change their spots, you know, like just very like, like simple wisdom that is actually much more profound than you would think. Mm. Um, And then, um, and then I will say that my dad also definitely has a, um, a see it through attitude in many ways, in Mm. many ways.
1: What about you? Well, really quickly, I was hoping you would say the your father is a very charming man, and you have that like you very much so have that from your father, Mm -hmm. which is like there's a there's a very like cool, fun, engaging part about you that is very much so your father. Like it's been recorded.
0: Marco just called me cool.
1: Uh, (laughs) I don't mean that you're cool. I meant like take that, (laughs) Troy. I'm an even keel. That's funny. Um, My mother is a... uh, One of the things that I really admire about my mother that I'm very happy uh, that I took on from her is... And it sounds like super surface, but it it really isn't. It actually means a lot. But it's like the house management aspect Mm -hmm. of things. My mom is just very good at kind of knowing everything that's going on under her roof. Hmm. And I love that. Like my mom is very, she's very meticulous and she's clean and she's organized and she's um Uh, just very kind of put together in the sense of the home. And I know I got that from her and, and it kind of shows itself in like a a little bit of a fastidious kind of way, (laughs) but I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like I really like the put togetherness that she kind of taught me about Mm -hmm. that. I love that. Um, She's also a very, um, giving person I was gonna say yeah she's like very giving of herself Mm -hmm. um, and I really enjoy that Um, my father is probably one of the most level-headed people that mm-hmm. I've ever met in mm-hmm. my entire life and I think that he always approaches things from like a very like this is just what it is type situation and I love that I actually have that mm. it kind of makes me a little void of emotions in certain situations mm-hmm. which might seem slightly robotic to people if you're paying attention including your husband um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like it because it's very um Um, it's very, uh, it's, it's helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very helpful in life. The other thing that my father, um, that I got from my father, and I remember him telling me this a long time ago, he was like, get your bills paid, take care of everything. He said, but treat yourself essentially, Mm -hmm. because we work too hard to not have the things that you want. Yeah. And it's interesting.
0: You say that that was one of the first difficult lessons I learned as an adult, Yeah, because I was always the guy who like would save and save and save and save and save and and go without and go without and then buy like a a really great tv to celebrate the fact that i was the supervisor for the first time Mm -hmm. but then i would like not do anything nice after that you know and i wouldn't even like and it's it's silly it's simple like get the nice thing for breakfast just grab breakfast on the way that's okay you know buy buy that movie you know like it's no big deal or whatever that book or whatever yeah, that's my interesting
1: to say that. My dad taught us, taught me that a long time ago. I remember with my very first, like, out of college job type situation, he was like, take care, like, take care, like, take care of your responsibilities because y- you brought them onto yourself. Right. So they need to be taken care of. Obviously, put something away for savings just so that you can have it for a rainy day, but take care of yourself. You should not be working this hard and not have the things that you want. Like, we don't, and I always get this saying wrong, but we don't work to live we live to we don't live to work we work to live there you go uh, yeah <laughs> and so and i and i took that from him and i and i really appreciate that and i like that mm-hmm. um so on the flip side what from your parents did you inherit that you're not proud of or that you would actually like to get rid of um Hmm. and if you want me to go first I can do that yeah let me think go ahead um my my my, I'm not even gonna put a title so I'm gonna go with uh, a different thing but um because I don't want to attribute this to anybody but my both of my like growing up would um, you just say
0: in my household?
1: In my household, yeah. it was, I think
0: that's what you're trying to get at, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I don't want to like,
0: yeah, no, no blaming or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But in my household, it was very, uh, it was, um, it was normal to like yell mm-hmm. and or be angry about things routinely in in a high volume, mm-hmm. and, um, and I. And I don't like that. I, I've never really liked it. I really appreciate my peace. Um, but I know I'm capable of it. And so it's one of those things that I really am trying to, like, not inherit. And try to, like, not make as part of our relationship. Um. The other thing is...
0: Like I can remember not too, too long ago <laughs> a fight. And I was like, babe, just lower your voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And the other thing is... um. We are very quick-tongued, and my family is very good at tearing you down without having to think twice about it. We can rip you apart with just our words mm-hmm. like and it's not hard no like no. it's not it's You're, like you not have, your not tongues difficult. are
0: flailing knives <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and it is something that i'm not overly proud of but it is something that i have it is something that has have been able to like protect me and help me you know um survive survive mm-hmm. um but it's not great in love if that makes sense, because it's I, I am not very I don't want to be that person like I don't want to be the person that is, you know, saying mean things to you or cutting you down and like not think like not thinking twice about it. So those are like some things that I also the fastidiousness that I have inherited. I definitely there does come a point where i can't relax Mm -hmm. and i don't like that either because i can't just like sit still i would say it's probably your greatest weakness
0: yeah is your ability to stop and smell the roses Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you just you you have to be very conscious to make that happen. Yeah, 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 It's an
1: effort for you. No, and it's- like and that's why I'm like I got to get out of the house, like take me somewhere go take me to go get a massage, like take yeah. me to like do so- I have to like do something that is like completely opposite of just being <laughs> because I can't I can't just be. You you always when
0: you when a project has hit the point. So like you plan you start to enact and then you achieve when you hit that middle point where you start to enact stuff You are already like starting up other projects. You cannot yeah. stop like it's it's insane. Yeah and you and talk about like being tired all the time and being Exhausted and frustrated and mentally drained and stuff like that and it's like you you don't even realize you're doing most of I'm it. on all the time <laughs> yeah, I'm on all the time. Yeah,
1: and honestly, I attribute that to both my mother and my father Both of mm-hmm. them are busy bodies like mm-hmm. right like there's just like That's a, true like there's just there's just a lot of motion Kind of going on. My mom is always in her head and thinking Mm -hmm. about the next thing. My father is literally never sitting down. So I like, I just learned activity and I love it, like, right? Because I'm very productive. If you want to get something done, come to, to marco because i will get it done and i will get it done a one too like it will be the best you know thing that you've ever it'll experienced come with five features you didn't even think of that you're that like you Holy absolutely shit, like i didn't even know about that like
0: yeah. it, it'll be great you're very good at at planning and enacting yeah like i said you touch something it turns to gold oh thank you baby it's true um i remember my 40th birthday i was like oh like because i had said like what i wanted and like you did like all these extra touches and i was like huh that's really cool
1: yeah it was good yeah so I, yeah so i am that but it does get it does at some point in time cross a line that is kind of like dude just sit down you don't have to be sweeping in the middle of a party like you know in the middle of cocktails at the apartment you know like just because you see a little bit of dust on the floor doesn't mean you have to like stop everything that you're doing or the conversation you're yeah. having to like clean up the corner or just or because like just
0: because you're talking to your siblings doesn't mean you have to start cleaning like you can yeah. just sit, sit down and, and talk, just to just talk to them you yeah. can do that you can even stretch out on the couch with the bed and just talk to them it's true it's okay do it it's give true. that to yourself yeah no, yeah hey, you do your turn um so for me the the things that i would like to change that i inherited that's how i'm gonna say it because i didn't grow up in one household mm-hmm. um so the things that i inherited that i would like to change um there was there was definitely permissiveness probably beyond the point that there should have been um being that so my my family has a history of substance use. My fa- family has a history on, on either or both sides has a history of substance use, sexual abuse, physical abuse, psychological abuse. So, so just surviving was kind of the, the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just keep the roof over your head, which sometimes we didn't do, mm-hmm. you know, keep you fed, which sometimes we didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of stay out of trouble, which, I was the only one who achieved that goal, but it was not from lack of trying because I did a lot of bad shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and the permissiveness of that—you um, know—I was using substances at a very early age, which you know, and it went well beyond experimentation, which I do think is actually kind of healthy. Um, it went, but it went beyond that into a, a very unhealthy um, space. And I remember I was going into college when I first realized that you could live your life without doing drugs. And that was news to me. Um, I remember it was a very weird moment when I met someone who didn't do drugs because that was the first time I ever met somebody who didn't do drugs was in college. Um, so that, the permissiveness. And then there's also a selfishness um, that I really don't like. And it being in a relationship with you has taught me that more... Um, more than ever but even my brother mentioned it one time like kind of out of the blue we were talking about something and he said well you're a very selfish person i was like wait what (laughs) like had didn't realize it so i that i I, i'm constantly working on
1: yeah yeah it's weird with you too because there's like a fine line between um like uh, what's the word i want to like uh putting yourself first mm-hmm. and then selfishness, right, right? Right. And I admire your ability to check in with yourself and know what exactly what you need and giving it to yourself. I 1000% respect that. Mm. And I could learn a lot from that. Mm. My qualm is that yours then immediately goes into complete selfishness mm-hmm. where it's like you completely ignore the fact that you have, responsibilities, a family or anything uh, like anything else uh, outside of exactly what it is that you want to do.
0: There's absolutely a moment almost every day where I have to like consciously stop myself and say, okay, what do I need to get done before I start doing the things that I like to do for myself? Yeah. And and some days I don't do, I don't succeed at checking in and doing that. And I just go right into playing video games or whatever. Um, so yeah it's definitely it's definitely a moment that I have for yeah. sure, yeah, for it's sure, interesting.
1: yeah, um, and so, with that being said, where do you see our relationship having its struggles with these things that we inherited that we're not a fan of, yeah, that um uh, that has af- deeply affected our relationship. Yeah. Where do you see that?
0: So your your tight woundedness and my laid backedness that often, you know, creates friction. Um sure. my selfishness does not convey to you the importance that you are, the importance that you have in my life. Um it, it does not convey good messages about how much I admire you and appreciate you and love and respect you um at all. Um of course, we know what you know. Excessive escapism, whether that is substances, sleep, food, video games, even just literally leaving the room. I mean, we know that's a huge issue in our relationship. So much so that we actually put it in our vows, mm-hmm. and we said, "I will not leave the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I will stay in the room," is what we said. Mm-hmm um and because we have to um because you do it too yours looks different but you also would escape Mm -hmm. um sometimes and sometimes like the escapism for me is like into fantasy the escapism for you is sometimes it's like physical escapism but sometimes it's escape into rage like you escape into your anger Mm -hmm. um and so so that dynamic is definitely um a challenge for us what what else What
1: do you think? I mean, so for me, because of my um, kind of my black and white, like level headed logicalness, I don't make room for uh, I can sometimes not make room for the emotions that Mm -hmm. might approach things. And so I can sometimes be kind of cold um in, in in understanding what's going on. I always come around to it because we know I'm always in my head, I'm always thinking and overthinking and triple overthinking things. And so I I do always come around and sometimes even without help. Like mm-hmm. I do I I do come around to it, but my knee-jerk reaction is to very much so be, well this is what it is, end of story. And it kind of creates a detachedness to the situation that makes me feel cold and distant and not able to be communicated with. Mm -hmm. And I think that causes a ton of friction with us is that there are times where you're like, well, I... I guess I just didn't know that I could talk to you about that. And that hurts my heart sometimes. It mm. hurts my heart for you mm. um, because I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I putting out there that makes him believe that he can't come and talk to me about these things? Or if this is what's going on and he wa- you know, wanted to have a conversation with me, am I really that cold and distant that he feels like he can't have a conversation with me about it? um and i don't like that that is something that i don't like well enjoy. you
0: definitely i mean you, you your whole demeanor changes when you get into that mode and i don't know what you would call that mode but it's that that practical Able to just talk about it, but like it is definitely the furnace cools and you become more like a rock than Mm -hmm. like a person. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're just very pragmatic. It's very factual. There's a list, you know, and it's there are aspects of it that I really admire because you, as I've always said, your emotional intelligence is just way, it far surpasses mine. Um, and so there are parts of that that are super helpful that you just don't get like super emotionally involved in it. You just say what, you know, needs to happen and. People are emotional beings, and, yeah, and you have to have some of those emotions. Yeah.
1: It's true. Yeah. It's one hundred percent true. Um, and and I and I don't love it, mm. but at the same time, I I don't like it. And I think I've gotten better um, about the the volume of my rage. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've gotten much better. Um, I would say you the, have. At you the beginning have. of our relationship was very loud on my end, and you're one of our marriage for sure yeah for sure um but i think that now i'm very which again i i can appreciate is i'm very black and white about the situation and i can be even toned about it say exactly what needs to be said and then be done with it and so um so i do like that and then i also think that um, much to your point and kind of elaborating even more on it that it i have a very hard time um Relaxing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, I want to be able to just be, and when, and you take very great advantage of it so when i'm like i don't feel like doing anything i just want to like lay in bed you're like okay cool we get to lay in bed and like you give that to me right away and you hop right in and everything is like good to go Yay, snuggles. and we're having like you know like that time like you you really do take advantage of it i love it um, self-care is so important yeah and i'm i'm learning that a lot more um like i don't always have to be on i, I can
0: no and in fact you should it. probably carve out at least 30 minutes a day to just be off yeah and maybe even more but yeah. start start at 30 minutes and see. Yeah. yeah. I know for me too that because so many things happened to me and because I was the youngest when they happened to me, I have a younger half brother now, but when I, my whole life until adulthood I was the youngest. And so there's definitely for me a um just trying to survive uh kind of mode. Um and so like I remember you know you asked me and we've shared this on the podcast before you asked me like if you could vacation anywhere where would you go and I said to see my family. And it's because I like I'm not like I love where we're at now cuz we're definitely changing this about um me and us. Um but there was definitely like a, a I'm sure it came across as submissive and permissive um it's lack of opinion yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
1: it was there was like a stack it's Mm -hmm. funny you say that yeah because i for me it was like very much so like this like placid state of being and it was very challenging for me plateaus yeah because
0: the because the only other option was
1: chaos chaos yeah, chaos loss of
0: home loss of job loss of life loss of limb like there was you know violence i mean it was you know it was it was literally it was just not bad that was Mm. that was the standard not Mm. bad and now you know we you know our savings are good our investments are good we're much more balanced with like what we do and don't spend money on we make it a point once a year to leave the country so we actually have like goals and experiences because for me before this it was very much like (laughs) sign the lease survive (laughs) you know when the rent gets too high move somewhere else sign the lease survive try to keep the job save enough money to not be homeless and then die (laughs) like that was life (laughs) no and there's so much more to life than that
1: and there's something else that you kind of alluded to that we ended up both having to learn and i think we're still trying to learn and that's setting those familial boundaries my family is (laughs) very much in each other's grits all the time Mm -hmm. and i don't enjoy it like i I don't like it's my immediate family. I really it's fine. Like we're connected to one another and that's like fine. But like all of the outside noise and the letting everybody in, it's like very invasive and intrusive and everybody's just kind of like in your business. And I absolutely hate that. And it's very similar to you and your family as well, where everyone's just kind of. Well, it's interesting with your family. There's like there's like an in, like a um distant invasiveness, if that makes any sense. Like your family tends to be in each other's business until they get the information and then they're done with it. (laughs) And, and, and so there's like a boundary that we had to try to set with like, this is who we are. This is our family. This is how we are that, um, that we had to learn that I think is different from our, our growing up or what our family does. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, a challenge so
0: and i do want to just quickly put something in perspective here we didn't start talking about like family structure, child development, mental health till like the 30s, the 40s. So we don't even have a 100 years of practicing this yet. So that's why, like, again, I, I always say, like, give people grace, like, let that knowledge sink in for a minute and realize that you're only talking about truthfully two to three generations of thinking about this and like adding opinions and doing research and stuff like that. So when we say people did the best they could with what they had at the time, that time piece is relatively speaking very short it's very short you're talking about two to three people grandparent parent you that have had even just the slightest access to this knowledge yeah you know so and it's not it's not it's only now becoming somewhat sophisticated and i would say it's still very infant infantile yeah so give give grace for that
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You read an article.
0: I did. So um, psychology today has a great article. I'm not going to go through the um, whole setup of the article. It's about um, it's um, afraid of being like your parents, how to counter your fears. And I will say this is one of the most well-written articles on psychology today I've ever read. um, And I love it. Um I'm not going to read the setup but I will encourage you please go into the um show notes follow the link and read it because it is the setup for this and like understanding how your parents have affected you and and how you know growing up and what that did um it's all it's all exceptional there were like four aha moments that I had which were great but I just want to um talk about the practical what to do portion of the article um and that comes at the end of it so First is know your genetics. So it's not about like, you don't have to be hyper vigilant and go research everything to death. But, um, you know, like take a take a note that there is adhd psychosis depression anxiety in your family know that it's in your gene pool and that um you know if you suspect something do something and the sooner you do the better
1: if you see something say okay. something
0: <laughs> because there is not we know now again the science around this is relatively young but we know now it's not your personality it's actually your brain chemistry um, and right. so, and so, you know, so, de- and there are things you can do about your brain chemistry. So if you see it, you know, do it. My my OCD is through the roof. Like it's ridiculous. The people I work with at work most closely laugh all the time. We're like, oh, there he goes. Cause like I can't let it go. It's like, oh, no, that font's not the right font. I have to set that up, you know, stylistic consistency. There's no periods at the end of this, you know, like it just goes crazy. But I would never take medication for OCD ever because I have learned to live with it in such a way that it's actually beneficial for me.
1: Well, and sometimes some of those things too, because like even you talk about, you just recently talked about Kate, you know, growing up in chaos. And so being able to perfect things right. is your way of coping because you grew up not being able to have things perfect. Right. So now this is your opportunity to perfect things, right? This is your mm-hmm. opportunity to make things organize and put together you know i grew up um honestly not feeling as though i was heard many many times Mm -hmm. um you know my mother was kind of uh you know um very prominent and 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 kind of loud in her presentation of things so there wasn't really much talking over her and my father was so um it ended with him right like mm-hmm. what 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 he said went and mm-hmm. so you didn't really there wasn't an opportunity for communication or conversation on how things would happen it was just it it was what it was yeah and so i felt very stifled growing up and not heard or understood and so a lot of what i do in this relationship tends to be very um this is my stage now mm-hmm. and so you're getting ready to listen to me and i think a lot of our arguments come from that because it's very much so like oh no you're not shutting me up now like i'm fucking grown i pay taxes and oh and yeah i pay half the rent it's so very like,
0: important for you that you feel like you are heard all the correct, time correct correct mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
1: so and that kind of trickles into our relationship and that is trickles. something
0: <laughs> <laughs> interesting word choice Niagara falls uh, yes that's a little bit better <laughs> is the stream upon which our relationship flows <laughs> and, so, and so it does tend
1: to be a lot uh, that like that is an effect of, of where I grew up and how I grew up as well yeah it's true um, so the next one be
0: aware of your wounds and triggers and I love this it's just a brief paragraph but I love it because it says you know notice When you have little kid reactions and rather than passively asking people to accept you for who you are, you can now be assertive because you're an adult and you can say, hey, friend, family member, when you do this, I react this way because of this. And I wanted you to be aware of it because I know what I need and you're not giving it to me. And if you cannot give it to me, then I cannot have that part of our relationship exist. And that's how you start to repair those old wounds is by not being the victim of those things, but now assertively owning them and saying, this is something that happened to me. This is how it affected me. This is what I have to do to move on from it. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love it a lot. Um, avoid swinging too far to the other side. I love this. It's, I, I believe this is one of those magical fundamental things about the physics of life, um, that we don't talk about every time we swing binarily from left to right. You know, those old grandfather clocks Mm -hmm. with the pendulums. It's one of my uh, obsessions. We don't own any big clocks like that, but just that motion I love because I actually think that's how the universe works is we literally just swing from, liberal to conservative and and we never we we the challenge is always to get to the middle because going too far to the permissive or too far to the restrictive it doesn't work and so i love that they talk about this like don't swing too far yeah yeah (laughs) don't don't google you know your problems every day for four hours before you go to bed right you know um, and then the last two, get closure, which is uh, having those difficult conversations. Hey, mom, growing up, you would do this. Please tell me what the experience was like for you. I want you to know what it was like for me. And I actually love the... um Uh, the thing that they say to do if you're unable to have that conversation for any reason. If the person has passed, if you just don't, if you don't have, uh, you know, what you need to be able to have that conversation, if you feel like they're not going to be able to respond well, uh, which we all know this, uh, well, I'm sure most of us know this, is write the letter and just don't send the letter. But what I like is they took it a step further and they said, now have them write back saying what you ideally would like to hear. And again, don't share that, don't send it, but just let yourself have the experience of them having that conversation back with you, mm-hmm. which I thought was incredible.
1: That is actually really good.
0: And the last, of course, is get help. Whatever that looks like for you. Professional help, surrounding yourself with more positive family members, more positive friends, support groups, whatever whatever it is. Um, uh, and and I love the last line, which is your past is not going to go away, but you don't have to repeat it.
1: Instead, reshape it. Mm. I love, love that. That. Mm-hmm. that was good. It is a good one. I love it. I read an article on... Uh, we actually both ended up reading the article. We both thought we were so good and we were going to come to the table with a completely <laughs> the different article. The critable. The critable. And uh, we ended up reading the exact same article, which was funny, which is The Daily Guru. Um, which but, I always knew was going to happen at some point. But it's funny because I had a feeling...
0: It happened today, and yeah. I should have shared that
1: with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it, funny. It's good. I liked this article a lot. It is avoid having the same relationship as your parents. Um, I think that obviously growing up and seeing that dynamic or that lack of dynamic um, mm-hmm. is is something that is like ingrained in us, right? It is like tattooed on our brain. And mm-hmm. so we have to do our best to try to divert and which right. to your point, dangerously either go in complete opposite direction yeah. or any so so this is a really great article but um it says are you seeing a pattern choices that reflect very similar romantic partners and dynamics to what you saw and witnessed in your parents relationship are you repeating your parents mistakes um uh, and do you think you will ever be able to break free from the mold and reinvent your relationship so um i love this they you know it says don't settle for less than you deserve in your relationship here are are our tips for avoiding the same relationship as your parents um number one identify the mistake first and foremost it is important to identify the mistakes you think you're repeating um awareness can shift mountains my favorite line um for example if your parents were not supportive of each other's goals and dreams maybe you are attracted to partners who do the same by questioning your direction or are intimidated by your success Um, Alternatively, your parents may squabble over simple matters and perhaps you see yourself doing the same. Um, By identifying the patterns perpetuating in your relationship, you take the first step to creating a more fulfilling future relationship love that mm-hmm. I can't, thought, can't do the work if you don't know what you're working on you gotta got <laughs> yeah you gotta figure it out um number two break the mold now that you've identified the relationship patterns you don't want to mirror it's time to break free from the mold what patterns and habits are you ready to relinquish grab your journal and make a list do you uh you may want to let go of your, this is definitely. There's wrong. a couple of typos. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You may want, I guess it's like, what do you want? Do to you let,
0: want to let go of your controlling nature? Just throw them there you out. Go. Yeah. yeah.
1: Your lack of trust or your need to always be right. Ooh, that's a, that's. Ooh, do you want to embrace the idea that relationships take compromise and be open to negotiation? So there's, these are all like super helpful tools. Number three, create a new vocabulary on love and relationships. I
0: this was also an excellent exercise. My
1: absolute favorite part of this um, entire article, uh, what words do you associate with love and relationships? If you're not sure, grab a pen and paper and write at the top of the page, love is dot dot dot, fill in the blanks and become acutely aware of the vocabulary you use, then flip the page and do the same on the back by writing relationships are... Um, And then what do you notice if heavy words like hard and challenging are on your list? It's time to change your vocabulary and the strength comes from this part of the exercise This yeah. next part do the exercise again and write down words Which describe a healthy happy and fulfilled relationship by creating a new love vocabulary and practicing using your new words You'll be surprised by the changes that will occur um and then you may start attracting potential partners who mirror your new vocabulary.
0: Again, I think I think we've all heard the exercise, right? Write down what it is, but I think that extra step, now write down changing the vocabulary, very powerful. Yeah,
1: very for powerful, sure, for sure. And then the last one number 4, let go of the judgment. Now is the time to let go of any judgment you may have towards your parents or yourself. Um they did the best they could with the knowledge they had and you two will do your best with the awareness and knowledge you have now that you recognize the relationship patterns and habits that don't work for you. You can celebrate your own unique version of love and create the fulfilling relationship you desire. So this was awesome. It's a good one. I love really this good article. Um, it's really good. And uh, if you're a Patreon member, definitely tune in because we spoke with this week's guest about this very topic and, and you know what habits his parents Bestowed upon him. <laughs> <laughs> Both good and bad. <laughs> Both good and bad that he is, you know, working through. So it's a really, really great conversation that. I do we, like that you
0: did that, that you set that up and said, what were the positive things first? That was, again, the whole you touching things and them turning to gold. You add a couple of extra things. This conversation could have been structured totally negatively and i i do like that you started by saying the good things so oh thank you mm-hmm. i mean
1: i had to fix it after saying that our parents fucked us up so.
0: <laughs> both are true both are-
1: <laughs> um, no it was a really great conversation <laughs> but tell us uh you know write us you know uh, comment and you know on instagram and all that great stuff let us know what did your parents do to fuck you up <laughs> you know what types of things are a part of your um Uh, your relationships right now that you're you're trying to overcome or that you're embracing where are you at in that journey we definitely want to know um tony and i are going to take a short break but we will definitely be back in just a bit
0: Okay, it's my turn to start a Parasso ad. (laughs) Okay, so what's next? Well, you always talk about how amazing the shave products are. Because they are. You're right. But we can't forget to talk about how amazing the beard products are, too.
1: I couldn't agree more.
0: So I wanted to talk about the beard wash, something I never thought I'd ever talk about, let alone use. Well, that makes two of us. (laughs) Anyway, as a wearer of a beard, I know firsthand that the skin under your beard is really neglected. I also know that washing your beard with the shampoo you use on your head is bad for your beard. Oh, for sure. It'll dry it out and make your skin all flaky and gross. Well, the easy solution is the Parasso Beard Washes in four scents. and Spice, Azure Lime, Cypress and Vetiver, and Refresh. These beard washes will not only make your beard clean and help it smell great, but it will also treat the skin under your beard to act as a sort of face wash to nourish your skin, make it feel great, and help promote healthy beard growth. Wow, that is one very efficient beard wash. (laughs) Agreed. So if your beard could use some help, head over to paraso-usa.com right now and grab a beard wash and other great beard items. And use code RELATIONSHIP15 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase.
1: Yes, a clean, good-smelling beard is always appreciated. And if you can save some money on the items, why not take advantage?
0: Right? That's code RELATIONSHIP15 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase at paraso-usa.com.
1: Com. Hey, good job on your Parasso ad. Why, thank you. <laughs> I don't even know what's getting ready to happen. This I know is...
0: exactly what's getting ready to happen. I what are we actually Buckle doing up, here? listeners. Oh. Here it comes. Everyone, gird your <laughs> loins. <laughs> <laughs> or should they loin their girds? <laughs> that part. Girds and way. Girds
2: and way. I was just going there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we know what's Kurds is like. Horses and whores
1: adjacent. <laughs> we're back, Manton. Hello. We're back and we are joined. We're joined this time. I'm sorry. I'm like trying to adjust levels because everybody's leveling up like Sierra. No, I don't know what I was wow. talking about. I don't wow. know
3: is that what we're doing?
1: Level up. Boy, there's level up. Level up, level up, level up. On the song is so yummy. <laughs> no, you want this yummy, yummy all up in your tummy. <clears throat> oh my. <laughs> That was like the stupidest lyric that I think <laughs> i mean, has ever, ever been created ever. in a song. Ever. It worked, but though. you know what? It made my booty move. That's all that matters, and that was the goal. I, like, I love you, CC. <laughs> I can run
0: the dishwasher and make your booty move.
1: <laughs> the bar is low. It's kind of true. <laughs> messed up. <It's> <laughs> I don't have control
3: over what happens with my butt. <laughs> so <laughs> what?
1: sometimes the dryer
3: goes. Blink and like, twice and you're in trouble. <laughs> so your butt is out of pocket. Is that what
1: you're saying? <laughs> I'm? I mean, I think... I think technically, yes, it's not within a pocket. Like, <laughs> it's its own pocket. It universe. It is. You got my home training. I don't know what's happening In case right y'all
0: now. didn't know, Steve is here.
1: Hi. Yes. Hello. So Steve Hi. is here. Hi, Steve. See Welcome. Y'all. It's always a problem when Steve is here. I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't been listening to this podcast, you're lame. Um, but we have friend O, the podcast, uh-huh. one Mr. Steve Lee. No. Hey, yo. How you A.K.A. Pookie. P- God damn it. <laughs> just, just
0: when you think he forgot, he, he brings you it back. You are literally in my phone as Pookie.
3: I hate it. But there I are five it. E's. E-E. 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 I- E. I thank you for your consistency. Yeah,
1: right. We love it. So Steve is joining us today to, to, I don't know, what are we doing? We're wrapping. We're just talking about stuff. We're just talking. We're, we're gathering. It's a, it's a gathering mm-hmm. of the gays. A, ra-
3: a rendezvous, if okay. you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a gaggle.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry.
3: A gaggle. <laughs> See.
0: Do your gaggle exercises. <laughs> what would you even tighten? Everything your lower back. I was gonna say,
1: as gays, we try to loosen. (laughs) We try to loosen. We try to make sure we're nice and not all of us and loosen limba. limba. Everything just loose, loosey goosey, loosey goosey. Um, Yeah, so we have Steve joining us today just to kind of (laughs) shoot, and we've instantly regretted it.
3: Why you mad. <laughs> yeah, so not you're not mad, just feel regret. Shoot, shoot
1: the relationship. <laughs> um, so, yeah, right, I should trademark that that was cute you should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was cute right now um yeah so we're here so steve how go- so you know what's funny is i was actually looking at your instagram the other day mm-hmm. uh, literally today mm-hmm. apparently and, your
0: instagram is funny
1: um <laughs> and you uh put out a it was kind of like a photo dump like a real photo dump I made it was a real a, it's which my first real. real and it was funny to me because you were like summer kind of came and went like, it was it really all did. of the yeah. shit that i did so like how and it like made me think about the fact that like holy fuck like summer
3: mm-hmm. literally it was here and then it wasn't it that part yeah and so how how was your summer <laughs> <laughs> my summer was great honestly yeah. you know uh, i think in a weird way it was kind of subdued
2: yeah In that,
3: weird. yeah, like I, I didn't do too much, but I feel like I did just enough. Yeah, kind of. You know, we all went to Storm King, which was great, and um, the beach. We went to the beach, yeah. Um, and you didn't know, get to Six Flags, but that's okay. We didn't get to Six it's still Flags. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We still got time. <laughs> um, Fright Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, just dropping that. You know who you're talking to. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Drop it like a thoughty. Drop it yeah. like a thoughty. I said not pop it like yeah. a
3: thotty. Um so yeah, it was a kind of a subdued summer, but at the same so time So you're saying you didn't get the- laid? I didn't.
0: <laughs> that is
2: what
3: I'm saying. It is way too early in the interview to be putting him on. That's nah, it's fine. I did <laughs> not.
0: Them. That's, that's fair. That's a, that's a fair assessment. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's not fine. fair, but it is what happened.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. Poor Steve and Steve's genitals. No. <laughs> no. no.
3: <laughs> the season ended last year, so... <laughs>
1: Is it the season finale of your genitals?
3: Just the season, not the series. They're not being renewed. It's, it's not a series finale. I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> the left one's still got a little juice in it.
3: Ew,
1: that sounds weird.
3: We're in negotiation right now.
1: <laughs> Not wait, are you saying don't... it's like it's
3: like a tug of war? Is that
1: what you're saying?
0: <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> oh, I see it. <laughs> Count it. I hate um...
3: all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, summer was good. Summer was what it needed to be. I feel so. I'm happy. It did go right It was a very, good summer. I like yeah. literally turned
1: around and I was like, it's fucking September. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, and now it's October. Like, it's just. That's crazy. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. But you had a good summer. One yeah. of the things that I like that we did this summer mm-hmm. Is that we actually uh, got an opportunity to uh, travel outside the usual queer New York City haunts.
3: Sure. Uh-huh.
1: Um, and, I, and if you live in New York City, you know that like the West Village, Chelsea... Even the Lower East Side, is in the East in too, even the yeah. East Village and yeah, all yeah. stuff like that is kind of like the gay haunts, mm, right? Sure. And that's kind of where we've been and gone, and we know we have our like usual route. Like yeah. you know, you can kind of track it like yeah, on, yeah. Your, on your GPS, which is great.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But we recently traveled. Uh, to Harlem.
3: Oh, yes. We traveled
1: to Harlem, which is so funny because like we've all wanted to travel. I think we've never really had a Harlem tour guide. I I honestly think that that's what it's been, is that we've never really had someone to to take us yeah, yeah. to all the places that Harlem has to offer. We know the places to go to in the West Village and the East Village yeah, and, yeah. and Chelsea and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that in Harlem.
3: No, 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 no.
1: And so you, myself, Erica, we went to Harlem and we heard a fucking blow. It was the best night of my life.
3: We it was what we had been looking for mm-hmm. this whole time. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, Honestly.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I think that. Even just the one night there, it was sort of just kind of like very eye-opening yeah. um, in terms of just, you know, when you consider demographics and things like that, um, you know, we go out in the East Village, West Village and things like that. um, It's white. Yeah, it's a majority uh, white. Very white. Yeah. (laughs) Not in Harlem. (laughs) No. No, and it was funny because
1: this was um, post-Tony's... Episode. I've yes. been calling it an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony was very much so like he apparently behind my back texted you and Erica. And was he like, did. I need you. To <laughs> I need you to take my husband out and like yeah, do something. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, let's go do something. But mm-hmm. I wanted. It was like right as Renaissance had come out. Yes. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to go somewhere that I know that they're going to be. Playing they're going to play it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like my one request. i was yeah. like I need a renaissance night like i need to do it and mm-hmm. steve was like let's go to harlem and i was like that actually makes so much sense like we've never
3: done it before we've
1: never really done it that's brilliant and mm-hmm. so erica and i went and had dinner uh went and had dinner and drinks at angel angel of harlem, of harlem. Uh-huh. and we went it was full disclosure maybe a three-star experience but um
3: it <laughs> which was, blows my mind but again i've never been there for like a dinner i've only ever done like a brunch turn up brunch there yeah. and it's been fantastic every it was- time.
0: I mean, those are definitely different skills, for yeah. sure. Very much yeah, so. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was
1: towards the end of the night, and I think it was kind of like a like it's shutting down. What are yeah, you still doing here? It was yeah, a winding yeah. down type situation, yeah. and they could not. I'll warm them. you up something. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you all got a microwave, like right? That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had
1: shrimp and grits, and they were good, mm-hmm. which was funny because it was the second time that day that I had shrimp and grits. Oddly enough, and like twice, twice and like the third time that week, it was weird because we had shrimp and grits in Nashville during
0: that time. Oh wow, it was. Okay. okay no, I'm had, not like, kidding. It was like the third it time. Wild, a week. And it was
1: literally the second time that Marco day was that made shrimp. of corn and I little had, cross. I had shrimp and grits at the more c- shrimp than at men. The it was like weird. I don't yeah, know yeah. what was going on. I am eight percent shrimp today. Was, I was. I That's literally crazy. carried my weight in shrimp that day.
0: Um, it's a lot of
1: weight these days. You girls. made you made Bubba um, Gump proud. Oh
0: God, I did. It did. Um, and and, and so Nebraska farmers everywhere. And
1: it was just met like it was yeah, just like it, it was like fine mm-hmm. and then you came and mm-hmm. then we all went to a bar
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they literally played it wasn't a renaissance night but mm-hmm. first of all it was very um uh, it was very crowded mm-hmm. um and we had a really good time getting drinks at the bar was a little tough because yeah. it was a little crowded but then mm-hmm. we ended up going so what i like about black Establishments mm-hmm. is that they have like a basement party, and if you're a person of color, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like you know that like the basement party, the like the underground, like fun and funky. Yeah. yeah, it was uh-huh. it was amazing. So we went downstairs, and I was like, I am home.
3: <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing about it too is that that particular night, it was like. The Labor Day Parade was that day. So the West Indian Day Parade happened in Brooklyn on Eastern Parkway. So they were playing a fair amount of like reggae, soca, all that kind of music. And then they were infusing renaissance in that. So it was like reggae. It was was Beyonce. Like, what else could you really ask for in the end? It was um, really good. and it was great yeah and so we got to dance our asses <laughs> off and then we like came upstairs and got to socialize
1: and met so many great people. yeah you ran into a couple of people that you knew yes mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool and then erica left and then we ended up going to another bar yeah and i was like mm, it's pumpkin o'clock for me like <laughs> i was like i'm really really t- i like it was late it was like two o'clock in the morning
3: it was yeah yeah, yeah,
1: and so I was like, I, I think it's time for me to go. And Steve stayed out for a little bit, like hoes do. Have, have a little night,
3: like hoes <laughs> do. <laughs> that's, that's a hose in quotations, mind you. <laughs> I'm, I'm Is sorry, sorry, it
2: though? Four, oh, wait, isn't it <laughs> quotations? Oh, dear.
1: For Florette, because I know she's listening to this right now. (laughs) I'm sorry, it was Sleut o'clock. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. As we all know, that Steve is our resident Sleut. Oh, God. (laughs)
3: Yeah. It's, so like, it's, it's just
1: a
0: character, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you embody it so fully. You're just, shut up. So, so much you body. shut your legs.
1: <laughs> so much body. And your whore mouth. <laughs> so much slutty. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> you know what? I would rather you be a slur. Like, you better slur, girl. I mean... You better, you better
0: floor <laughs> bitch. You do uh, whatever you want to do.
3: Yeah, you know we're kidding. Yeah, no, no I, of, course, yeah, uh, of course. We
1: we kind of as exaggerate, but um, anyways. That being said, uh, so kind of. Kind of uh, no, no, she's uh, a flute. <laughs> I've literally been chased down in a bar by Steve a making bar. out. <laughs>
3: It wasn't intentional, I swear. It just kind of happened. There were just magnets in my pocket.
1: (laughs) Very pointed. He's <laughs> like, you're gonna watch. Well, me well, as long
0: as you didn't feel the point, you it's okay. Look at me. <laughs> look at watch me, do me, this. Watch me. Watch oh, me. Watch me. Watch me. Oh, <laughs> watch me.
2: Watch <laughs> <laughs> <that usher> me.
1: <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. Oh God. Uh, anyway, that being
0: said, um, and, and egg enough segment,
1: and we're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you all next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, hmm. I left. You stayed out just a little bit longer. I did, and you. Uh, and we're not literally. We are not getting ready to get too deep, deep no. in the operative
3: work. Absolutely um, not
1: into this situation. But luckily, you ended up.
3: Things went well. It
1: ended up being a successful night. Yeah, we it was that? nice. Yeah, yeah, we ended up being a successful night. So it was nice. Um, we really enjoyed it. I can't wait to do part D of D. this. Uh, yes. Because step, I actually the really, enjoyed, <laughs> I really enjoyed going out in, in Harlem.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, Harlem has been in this sort of like explosion right now, mm-hmm. especially in terms of like LGBTQIA, like explosion. Like it, it's just kind of like there are all these different bars and you know it's kind of like it's really great to experience that mm. i feel especially coming off of like all of our times you know like you said going out in the west village east village and things like that and you know if you take a trip uptown it's it's a new experience it, yeah. it was new for us that night yeah. especially so um I also and i'm glad th- yeah
1: i also think that um it's uh, it's like it's like a double-edged sword like it's a it's a beautiful thing because we as close friends like kind of have no problem like being in each other's spaces but also sure. us being such close friends and living so far apart is uh, to a detriment for us mm-hmm. because part of the reason why we go where we've gone is because it's easier for everyone to yeah it's with. kind
3: of like a middle ground for yeah. all of us yeah it's easier yeah.
1: because we want to be able to like be somewhat inclusive like right like uh you know tony and i live in Queens. steve lives in brooklyn this <laughs> place called Brooklyn. I don't. Know, oh my god. <laughs> and then, um, are you still on that? And- <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then
1: Erica lives in this far-off land called New Jersey? I think that's how they say it.
3: Yeah. New. There's a it's the new one.
1: It's yeah. apparently. Yeah. I don't know what old Jersey is like, but I'm, no sorry.
0: I'm sorry, y'all. You live in New York.
1: If it's anything like <laughs> there's new in the title. If, <laughs> if New Jersey is anything like old Jersey, then I am petrified.
2: Um, I'm so- <laughs> I'm don't
1: sorry. like Jersey jackets, don't like New Jersey. <laughs> Who don't like jerseys it's,
3: no. it's a little but different like Buy sheets <laughs> i'm willing to learn let's say that
0: <laughs>
1: mm, you're better than me um, <laughs> i'm, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, so a lot of the time we we try to find places to yes. go that everyone has easy access to. That's not going to like break everybody's bank to get to because sure. we'll go out and it'll be late at night and we all are like we're going to take cars home like mm-hmm. we and so mm-hmm. it's like an equidistant type situation yeah. and so Harlem is not convenient for all of us no it's for not, anyone it's not for convenient anyone. for any of us yeah. uh it is a
0: jaunt, further but
1: it sounds like it's worth it
3: but it, it is worth it, it so is, <laughs> it is worth yeah it. yeah
1: and so we went to harlem because we wanted to try something different and i uh have no rag on any <laughs> of uh, uh of any of yeah. the, the doulas or the door has yeah that i spent uh i'm night. i'm low-key
3: mad that we haven't we waited this long to make it up there yeah you know, um, light, it, yeah, it's 100%. kind of like this has it had been there this whole time and yeah. we just kind of just waiting it. for you yeah and yeah. you know
1: what's really funny tony the entire time i was like because tony wasn't there that night again mm-hmm. this was like post tony's episode sure and, and so he was still recouping a i feel like i was on a sitcom when you call it my episode <laughs>
2: That's he was a guest star. Uh, yeah. um, a guest
0: star. Ooh. It's oh at least God. a crossover. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds fair. Right. That's fair. Okay, that's that's
1: fair. fair. Yeah. Um, uh, it's funny because the entire time I was there, I was like, "Tony would actually. I think you would. It's. I think you would actually like it. I'm sure there's oh, places I would. The vibe." of it because it was very rooted in like I don't uh, um, I'm going to make a controversial statement this is Mm. only me but like I feel like when you go to black spaces Mm -hmm. it's very inclusive and that everyone's just there to have a good time yeah and I feel like a lot of especially queer black spaces and Mm -hmm. I feel like queer white spaces tend to be very like who's here who is anybody worth my time there's a certain
3: element of like vapidness there yeah kind of and we know i can't stand that i know so i (laughs) think
1: that a lot of the times when we go to some of the queer white spaces that you're very much like i've had a couple drinks it's been fun peace out bitches yeah and i feel like had you come to that Harlem that mostly black space that you probably would have been like oh my god like i this feels like family like this yeah. feels cool this yeah. feels fun mm-hmm. like everyone's vibing and having a good time and so i could see myself staying out a little bit later yeah, because i'm having fun yeah. and not i and and not that like i'm like standing around very I feel like whenever I go to these white spaces, I'm very aware of my presence in those spaces. Yeah. Where in these black spaces, I was very much so like, oh, I'm here. Like, I'm just here. Mm -hmm. I'll tell Mm -hmm. you this.
3: It's – we've been in in so many of these sort of, like, different um, gay New York City bars. And having gone out in Harlem, it was sort of like – for me personally, it was one of those things where, like, we walked into the bar – and I remember this feeling of just like, oh, this is what I w- where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Kind mm. of there was there was a certain kind of like, this is what I've been looking for this whole, this time. whole time, this whole time. This- and you know, I, I kind of like again, I love the bars that we've gone to in the mm-hmm. West Village, East Village, and all that kind of stuff. But this was the first time where I felt this sort of like built in. Feeling of like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it was just kind of more like... so
0: than hombres. <laughs> <laughs> Wall oh,
1: <ass>.
0: This <laughs> is this is for me because I belong. Versus this is for me where because I want to be here. <laughs> Wall OS. Oh,
3: ass. Anyway, I go wasn't ahead. expecting debate.
1: <laughs> <to me. laughs> Man, ass. I still think. I have flashbacks to that man's ass every once in a while. As do I.
0: Hi. Yours are not flashbacks. Yours are intentional.
1: (laughs) Yours are spank bank material. (laughs) Um, I can't. And yet you have. all, all All the way down... All the way down to security, like I literally, no everything. Do you remember? So like I, I don't know if you remember this, but I got to security and he asked for my ID and I went to go pull out my ID and the first thing that like popped out was like my pack of Mentos breath <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. It was like pack, of, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And and like I pulled out my wallet and I gave him my ID and he was like, "Thank you." And I went to go pull my Mentos back and I was like, "Do you want a Mentos?" He was like. Bitch, if you're offering, and I was like, <laughs> here you go. And I yeah, gave him like yeah. three Mentos, and I was like, I am fucking home. Mm-hmm. like I'm home. The comfortability, and yeah, the, like,
3: it was really the
1: nice. like, felt really cool there. Yeah. And we like got in and we like ordered a drink, and you know, I think that like. Tony is always one of his questions that he asks me is like, Who amazing did you meet tonight? Like, sure, it's like one of the things he asked me. And that's like a the great past question. few times that we've gone out to like these white establishments,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I've been like, <laughs> Nobody, Steve, and I just kind of like engaged in one another type situation. And, and it's and I love that. I that's one of my favorite parts of hanging out with Steve is mm-hmm. that we create our world and sure, we have like sure. a really good time. But when we went out to these bars in Harlem, it was like. So like, bitch, you're amazing. What's, yeah, you look so good. Like, what's your Instagram page? Like, mm-hmm. I want to follow you. Like, this is so cool, baby. I'm so sorry I stepped on your toe. Is your mm-hmm. shoes are okay? Like, oh my god, there was
3: it was like far less quote unquote work. Yeah, you know, I, I think when we go out to these these other bars, it's kind of it's kind of like I I feel like we're definitely super aware of our presence. Yep. there. Mm. Whereas, you know, we go to these bars in Harlem, and it was just kind of built in. It, yeah. it was kind of like, we're here now, and we were designed for this. Yeah. And, and again, here we are. And yeah.
1: there were some white people there. And and there was, yeah. it there was not a, like, I didn't feel like, and again, I'm not a white person that was in a black space, but sure. I saw the white people that were there and the black people were engaging and having yeah, fun it, with it's them not, and dancing with them.
3: Yes, it just exactly. Felt, like, cool. Like, it yeah. was
1: just like welcome. It like, was a very relaxed type situation. Yeah. yeah. A
3: relaxed environment to be in. And yeah. I could see why you would think I would like that. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it was I, really great. Yeah.
1: I, Thought about you the entire time, where I was like, Tony would have fun here, yeah, because it wouldn't feel like you were putting on. Hmm. It it wouldn't. It didn't feel like you were having to like establish your presence in this space. Mm -hmm. It was more like we're all here doing the same thing we're mm-hmm. having a good time Ride the wave.
3: Like, yeah yeah like you just fun. go and with I, it and you're and good. i was like
1: tony would have fun here yeah you would be like you would fun. Like, you for sure would. <laughs> i think you would have had a really good time yeah and so yeah i really enjoyed it and i can't wait to go back out we mm-hmm. act as we're recording this we were supposed to go out and mm-hmm. i'm i'm the flaky ass bitch because i was like <laughs> Mm, it's raining outside. I don't feel like moving. <laughs> and so I didn't want to. I didn't feel like making a whole like Harlem jaunt in, mm. in what was going on. So but 1, now, thousand percent my fault. I highly doubt we'll end up going to Harlem. Oh, we'll probably do something. A what little time bit is more it? Yeah, yeah. We're like, you we like bouncing around. You look like you're around. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Um, no, it's. Steve is smiling,
3: and he's hopeful. He looks like a kid at Christmas. His nipples are all hard.
1: Shut up. (laughs) Shut up.
3: (laughs) All I'm saying is I have energy. That's fine.
0: Energy. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> oh my God! Oh,
1: links you know that we do, I, I think y'all might be going. Whatever you want to do.
0: Um, yeah, I
1: I'm so down. We'll I'm probably good. Go down a, a little bit more local because it'll be easier. But we'll see. Yes. We'll see good. what happens. I mean, well, uh, who, knows? I don't who knows? Sounds
3: magical. It's a. Sh- it'll be a surprise.
1: It's a smorgasbord <laughs> The night belongs to Never us. <laughs> it's like Gaga said. I'm going to marry the knight.
3: Lady Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. Okay. She's,
0: she's been knighted. <laughs>
3: the Lady Gaga. Madame Gaga. <laughs> Madame Gaga. So, Stephen Lowe. Quiet, um, yes. That is me.
1: So, <laughs> Stephen Lowe. The man who has
3: not been knighted. Of how slow. Of, how slow. <laughs> of
1: yes. So how, low. Of how, of how slow. Ah! <laughs>
3: first of his name, mind you. <laughs> yes. Of
1: how slow. Uh, Land of the turtles. Shut up. Shut up.
0: <laughs> it has receded into my beard. Oh, shut up. God. Oh, my That's God. two Family Guy references in one second. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good work. Good work.
1: <laughs> what I was going to ask you, because obviously this is a relationship podcast, so we yes. need to get some tea on the dating. Are you like, oh, gray? Or are you like an orange <laughs> pico? <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm saying so
0: jasmine tea actually no. bitch, are we I'm talking
3: a, lipton bitch, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a black tea
1: best, a best value
3: <laughs> go oh, ahead go buddy. ahead
1: uh-huh. um um who's making your nipples hard these days <laughs> are your nipples getting hard for anything these days god
3: damn this question <laughs> yes okay
1: okay you don't have to be very detailed in your no. explanation but but your nipples are hard is what you're saying yes <laughs> Ni- nipples erectus <laughs> i love this yeah
3: question. it's a thing it's a thing it's happening and it's great good for you yeah
1: we found out that steve apparently is a champion maker outer Apparently did we got, find this out, or did we always know that? always I knew. I knew that Steve liked, you know, to make sure he hit <laughs> all the windows and the walls and just went <laughs> up and down his balls when it came to make it out. Right? In what are you of talking about? Out in a venue, uh-huh. um, but apparently you got another confirmation about. T- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a rating system, and <laughs> and, and,
0: the, and the satisfaction surveys are in
2: five stars. <laughs> five stars would do. Again, I,
1: have,
3: I have good reviews. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not I'm not shy about if it. You're just, <laughs> if you're
1: listening to this and you've made out with Steve Lowe, we would like <gasps> to know if <laughs> If it was a five star. It's like a no no no, no, it's training. not a
0: five star. It's like a Siskel and Ebert thing. It's it's two lips.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my
3: god. I love this. Y'all are too much. Okay. <laughs> so apparently
1: so apparently we got another cold family on his um, tongue sucking skills.
0: The,
2: the, yeah.
1: way grosser than i wanted it to a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> tongue
0: lip mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. it, that's tonsil like yeah yeah way. yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. i'm gonna go spelunking down your throat <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god oh, so, so it's yes. over now so, again so right you've been,
1: so you've been making out as of recently Yes. Most <laughs> most recently. Okay. And you've enjoyed the making out.
3: And the it's, making out has been enjoyed. Yes. It's been very nice. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm very glad uh-huh. we uh-huh. went to Harlem. Uh-huh. 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 uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Florette makes some more
1: towels. Yes. <laughs> A yes. t-shirt if you like. Yes. <laughs> I'm so yes. happy to hear this as Tony and Hyatt. Tony and hi. Uh, Tony and hi.
3: Tony Hyde. and hi. That's yes in Japanese. <laughs> yes.
1: Tony
0: and Bordering I. on not okay, guys. <laughs> I was oh, just dear.
3: confirming <laughs> my statement. Yes, yes, um, yes, No, as
1: Tony and I have always said, and I think as anybody that has met you has always said, there. like. What is
3: that smell? Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't come here for disrespect. And yet you keep coming back and getting the same thing. I mean, I guess you guys are kind of cool. Like, whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, But I I think anyone, everyone who knows you is like, what a great guy. And everyone is always very confused. Like, we... What do you mean he's single? <laughs> like, Get that question
3: all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's kind of offensive, but then at the same time it's kind of offensive. Like there's no reason why you should be single because it's like mm, mm, mate, are you saying there's something wrong with me? But then also at the same time it's also super lovely and I think the sentiment is that there is no way that this great guy should be without uh, someone who loves is him it also as much great. as I wanna mm-hmm. love his body.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> quite <laughs> um, yeah, yeah indeed, indeed. <laughs> mm, um, yes. and so I'm glad
1: <laughs> that you are uh, in a place that has erected your nipples
3: whoa whoa
1: <laughs> you were going to say something uh, you, uh, you, it fell out I lost me. my train of thought now thank because you. you have an erection very much
0: some kind of an erection
1: oh dear <laughs> oh God, dear uh, <laughs> good for you Yeah. well man. we can't wait to find out where this goes um, or
3: if it goes or when it goes Yeah. Or it'll, how it it'll goes. do what it, it'll do
0: and it'll put so, it where it's going to put
3: it <laughs> <laughs> yes we'll go where it'll go it's the loss of words I mean, that is really speechless. Me. speechless have we met
0: <laughs>
2: we
1: have but
3: yet I'm still surprised and yet I keep coming back God very are excited for yes. you. can't
1: wait to see what happens next mm-hmm. Oh well Same. do you have any parting words for our listeners <laughs> Steve Lowe <gasps> here uh, yeah, to the low throne
3: <laughs> Believe in yourself.
2: <laughs> really?
3: You heard it here. Yes, first actually.
2: <laughs>
0: That's no, I, the lowdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's your sign off. That's the lowdown. <laughs>
1: I you can take it. Button. I should go. <laughs> I'm dying. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I think, I think this is not a Miss America pageant. I just want you to know that. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, okay, okay. So but Miss, I, still, still, we're still
0: gonna answer. do the talent and the swimsuit portion. I <laughs> You brought your thong, right? I, I did. Um, <laughs> Wearing it right now. That's where my confidence comes. I from. stand by what I say. Like,
3: just believe in yourself. Be confident in yourself. Be yourself. That's the be most important.
1: Aggressive. Be, B-E, be aggressive. aggressive. And bring
3: penicillin. No. Oh, this is this is true. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so I'm sorry. I, no, 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 no,
0: that's fine. So, <laughs> no, really, Steve. What are you saying? You're saying no,
3: the... I, I, I think that for mm-hmm. those of you who are in a space where you're kind of you're dating and you're getting to know people and things like that, believe in yourself. Like there's a there's a reason why people might show interest in you. Well, Like there's a authenticity there. So you know, I, I think. Sometimes it's easy to kind of, like, get lost in, like, trying to fulfill a certain kind of image or perception and things like that. No. No. You lean into who you are and nothing else. Hmm. Nothing else. Because what that does is it, it brings you those who are genuinely drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you should be comfortable in who you are in those cases, and you know, ideally. And... You know, you you go from there. So
1: love it. Mm. I love it. It's true. It's funny because I was actually going to tweet this uh, the other day, mm-hmm. um, where I was like, "You're uh, you're somebody's crush."
3: Exactly. Yep. You're mm-hmm. somebody's uh-huh. crush. Exactly. And, and you may not even know it. Yeah, and
1: yeah, you, and don't you don't even re- might not know. It. And we like literally navigate this world, you know, thinking that we have to like appear a certain way or be a certain way yes. for somebody to like us. Meanwhile, somebody somewhere is obsessed with you and they see you and they get excited about you and they think that you are the most beautiful thing that they have ever seen. But Mm -hmm. we don't know this. We spend so much time trying to like sprint and spramp and, and present in a particular way to make somebody like us. And realistically, somebody
3: already likes you are just perfect in someone's eyes it's pretty crazy. pretty
1: please if oh you ever ever feel like you're less than <laughs> fucking perfect um yeah it's mm-hmm. true somebody somebody's obsessed with you all already yeah. and so you don't have to do it you just have to find out yeah yeah fuck to around out. and find out <laughs> um meet me on the corner of fuck around and find out yeah yeah <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. Um it's yep. so yeah. So it's it's that's what I really enjoy the most about uh life is that like mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on with other people's minds and perceptions nope. and things of that nature so so just you've got to you got to wing it. Be you, girl. It. Be
0: you, girl. Just make yourself available.
1: <laughs> this is true. And or be like Steve and be very available. <laughs> The most available. (laughs) His legs
0: are
3: always open. Just be open. (laughs) Like your legs.
0: (laughs) Like, do y'all remember the UPCs from the top of cereal boxes? You could probably use one of those to get with Steve. (laughs) Why do you gotta be like that? Like, all
3: the time. Why do you gotta be like that? (laughs) I am as I was designed. Some people have
1: (laughs) seasonal passes.
3: (laughs) I'm not Six Flags. You might be Six Flags. Disney. <laughs> uh, I want to be Six Flags. No.
0: Ride me like the Superman.
1: No. King
0: the car. <laughs> it's it better than Green Hornet. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, yeah. this
1: conversation devolved. Super quick, it
0: didn't. It started this way. <laughs> well, Devolution. we
1: are going to take a shot and cheers all we. of y'all. Um, you have a oh, shot, horror.
0: I didn't even see that. God damn, yeah, he clearly doesn't need another.
1: Cheers, cheers. we love you all. Oh, we're taking this. This is gonna make for great content. You get to hear us take a shot. Ooh, you didn't even have you. to pay on patreon buy forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the trick to doing that is that. Technically, on a a podcast, you should do what is known as a waterfall where one person starts and then you keep going down. So then that way the person finishes it and is able to vamp. Well, we did not do that. We did not do that.
0: Leave it to us to fuck up a shot. That (laughs) burned my mouth. (laughs) As long as that's the only place it burns. (laughs) Mm, Again, buy penicillin. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: sometimes i feel sorry for steve but then sometimes i'm like he did this to himself uh-
3: <laughs> <laughs> you keep being friends with us this is on you <laughs> it's messed up because i be feeling the same way <laughs> like why am i doing this to myself yeah
0: all right children today we're, we're going to learn about sado and
3: masochism
1: <laughs> sadem and masochism (laughs) shit. That's a great... Should that be the title? of the an episode on that. You have buffalo sauce or remnants on your nose. Oh my god, we have to end
0: this now. (laughs) So we're gonna call this messy shit.
1: (laughs) It's the accuracy for me. Mm -hmm. Um, dear. (laughs) Steve Lowe with a buffalo pretzel in your mouth right now.
2: (laughs) Please Which, tell our which
1: recently replaced a Jolly Rancher,
0: which recently replaced a Biscoff.
3: Don't listen to them.
1: <laughs> Please tell our listeners where they could see your shirtless selfies. OnlyFans. Shirtless selfies. Onlyfans. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash...
3: I don't have an only P-O-K-I- thing. Y'all keep E-E- saying E-E- that and it's E-E- not true. E. I'm only on Instagram. Yeah.
0: With my shirt on. Yes. <laughs> so no one needs to listen to this like, link. Horror. I
3: am on Instagram as, at at Steven. That's S T E E E E V N. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got for yeah. y'all.
1: Steve, give us your website too in case they want to see some of your artwork. Mm-hmm. Not your nudes,
3: though. www.stevearts.com. <laughs> <laughs> <dot laughs> That's S T E E V A R T S. Wait, you only did two E's that time? Don't. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Don't even get me started on the <laughs> website because it's just.
1: I feel like it's not consistent branding, and you work in marketing. Don't start with me, first of all. I believe he started. I believe we will finish off air, though.
0: I'm so confused. That's P O O K I E E E E E.
3: (laughs) My rage knows no bounds. Hulk smash. Uh, <laughs> the secret is I'm always angry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on that note, Quite. Okay. we are going to say thank you. Oh. And we're also gonna say goodbye. I mean, I'm not gonna say Bye. thank you, I'm gonna say sorry. <laughs> I don't know if this made you look good or bad to our listeners. Like it's weird. Indifferent. <laughs> Florette <laughs> will tell us. Florette.
3: <laughs> Florette. I'll listen to Florette, that's for sure. <laughs> Florette, you tell me because yeah. I don't know. Did it, Steve, did
1: it make Steve look good or bad?
3: <laughs> and,
1: and bad in what way? <laughs> I don't
3: have to get that detailed. God.
1: No, like, is it good, bad, like, sassy, bad, or like, bad, bad? Like, Before
0: you rate it, though, take a
3: bubble bath. Bu- bu- did
1: he it. look really bad? <laughs> I'm saying goodbye right Bye. now. <laughs> Bye!
3: See y'all later. Hello to all our loyal shitheads. You know, we really shouldn't be calling them that.
1: I just give the people what they want. I'm not the one who coined the phrase. Yeah, that's true. But how are we supposed to ask them to rate and review us positively if you call them shitheads? I don't know, but here
0: goes. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to tap that five-star rating. It really helps us out.
1: Yeah, please hop on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the podcast and give us a five-star rating. If you have a few extra seconds, please leave a review and let others know what you love about the show. I
0: enjoy reading what you all have to say, and it definitely influences what we do next. So jump on the main page of the podcast, tap those five stars, and say something nice. Be a shithead, but
1: in a good way. (laughs) Thanks for the support. Bye. Bye! Mondays are the worst, aren't they?
0: Boo, you whore!
1: that part (laughs) but you know there is one way to fix the mondays how do you do that marco it is by being a part of the dnr studios family oh that way because everyone knows that we release new episodes of relationship every wednesday but if you're a part of the dnr studios family you get access to it on monday and you're not a part of the basic bitchiness that is taking place on wednesday god i hate those basic bitches they're the absolute worst (laughs) but marco something this awesome sounds like it would be be really expensive. It is not, Tony. Thank you for leading me into that. Tell me more! <laughs> for just twelve ninety five a month, you get access to Relationship on Mondays instead of Wednesdays, again, basic bitches, and you also have access to a bunch of other shows that are part of the DNR Studios Network, so you can hear... Um, Episodes from Adam Sank, from If These Ovaries Could Talk, as well as Derek and Romaine's daily live show, which is really fun as well. Yeah. And then you can also pay $6.95 a month and just get a relationship-specific subscription. That way you can hear us again on Mondays ahead of the basic bitches, and everything is lovely for you on your Mondays. Wow, that wasn't nearly as expensive as I thought it would be. (laughs) Thank you, random person who's a part of this commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so check it out. We love being a part of the DNR Studios Network, and we know that you're going to love being a part of their family. So head over to dnrstudios.com right now, sign up for your very own subscription, and get access to Relationship, as well as many other podcasts and shows that are part of the DNR Studios family. Don't be a basic bitch. Exactly. All right, so before we get out of here, of course, I have some shit to put on y'all's radar. Uh, Really quickly before I even do that, first of all, thank you, Steve, for joining us for this week's episode. We always enjoy having you here and touching base with you and hearing from you. You are a hoot and a half. (laughs) Uh, We love it. Um, And then, yeah, so anyways, shit to put on y'all's radar. So we are partnering with our good friend, Timothy McLemore, um, who is the owner, the guy that runs Gaze Founder and CEO. Founder (laughs) and CEO of Gaze With Stories. Um, And so we are going to do an IG Live panel with him on Monday, November 15th. If that's right. No, nope. that is that a question? I don't know. Sorry, it's a Tuesday, not a Monday. It's a Tuesday, November 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you are following Gays with Stories on Instagram and check us out there. Uh, we are going to be chit chatting with Tim. He we loved him so very much, and he loves us as well, and he wants to talk to us and, and kind of utilize us to kind of talk a little bit more about um, queer stories and, and I don't know, anecdotes about love and relationships. So uh, we're going to be doing that. Again, that's going to be on Tuesday, November 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go follow at GazeWithStories on Instagram and check us out there. Tony and I are getting ourselves in these streets and and virtual streets virtual streets and it'll be a good time. Um Tony and I so the second thing is we recognize that we have not done a virtual meet and greet this season. Um truth be told with everything that was going on with Tony, we just kind of didn't know. <laughs> I didn't have room for company. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't know whether we didn't know what was going on or how it was going to happen, so we didn't really want to schedule anything and then have to unschedule it or cancel it at any given time. Um, but we are on the road to good right now and Tony is well enough and we are going to be doing our virtual meet and greet. For season six, it'll be the one that we have for the season. Um, we will, but we really want to chit chat with y'all and have a good time with y'all. So,
0: and I want to challenge our listeners out there if you have not been to a virtual meet and greet, I want you to come to this one. Yes, please I, go to this I, one. I love our core group of Always There. And I love that there are people who rotate through with some regularity, but I want to see fresh faces. So I'm challenging you. Come. You don't, you can even just be present. You don't have to say anything if you're not that kind of person, but just come sit at the virtual crit table with us.
1: We love it. And invite someone. Invite one other person. Bring like, an airbag. So that, there so you so go. That I can be, yeah. Invite <laughs> one other person so that we can have a real party, y'all. It's going to be kind of our pre-holiday situation. Um, we have a really amazing episode scheduled for the seventh, so I can't wait to have that conversation in general with um uh, the week's guests, but also with all of y'all. Um, and it's going to be a really good time. Tony and I usually do these at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and uh, you know the same deal. We'll have a sign up for it. You'll get a link like thirty minutes before the virtual meet and greet and we just want to chit-chat with y'all, catch up, talk, get to learn a little bit more about what's been going on. And um I don't know, just catch up and 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 get to talk about the week's topic and and get your other input, which is always super appreciated for us. So um, yes, that's going to be Wednesday, December 7th at 730 PM Eastern Standard Time. We can't wait to see all you hoes there. Um, and that is honestly all that i've got for y'all right now
0: well then that's gonna do it for this week's episode we hope you enjoyed this really important conversation
1: thanks for tuning in to the relationship podcast part of the dnr studios network be sure to follow us on
0: facebook twitter tiktok and instagram at pod relationship don't forget to subscribe and rate us
1: and welcome to season six If you have any relationship situations that you'd like help with on an upcoming episode of the podcast, which is literally happening within like the next few weeks, um, leave us a voicemail at 903 podship. That's 903-763-7448. You can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website at podrelationship. Or because our voicemail is like kind of not working right now, do us a favor and record a voice memo on your phone and send it to relationship at gmail.com for the time being. We're still trying to figure out the voicemail situation, but we still want to hear from you also definitely send it out.
0: Also be sure to check out the relationship blog on our website every Friday, where i muse a bit further on the topic of the week,
1: a special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the behind the scenes interview with this week's guest. Um, Another special thank you to our DNR Studio subscribers. We hope you enjoyed the early access to the week's episode. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, you have more
0: shit to work with than your parents. Take advantage of that.